Hey, listeners, just want to give you a little insight into this. This is just kind of some of the dumb dialogue that happens with with us before we start a podcast. And uh, I always try to record, you know, early on in the podcast just in case we say something funny. Lo, which of course forgot and hadn't started his recording yet. So this is how the conversation went. And he said that he had a Teddy Repskin instead of his actual uh, mic. All right. Well, I'm recording. Are you guys recording? See. As Ledge pulls out a Casio tape recorder. It's a talk boy. Get it right. <laughs> this is this is Brian Lochisano, the father. <laughs> Those couldn't record, but they were very funny if you put in the wrong tapes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> put Guns and Roses in it. Fucking awesome. George Carlin. Okay, now I want to see that. I want to, you know what I want to do? I want to take a Teddy Reps. I want to find a Teddy Repskin, put 50 shades of gray into it and set it into a story time at a Barnes and Noble or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody gather around. I'm going to have your ass. (laughs) Bondage means love. (laughs) There was a, a meme I saw earlier today. Uh, uh, most most carnivores have for- forward facing eyes. And the next picture was a fucking uh, Furby. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided to preemptively counsel ourselves again because we just don't want to deal with you anymore. The world's just too fucking stupid. Sometimes the best decision is to walk away. <laughs> we we live in a world where. Reporters can threaten to dock someone, and then when the when they when the person preemptively dock that or docks them, that person's the bad guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? What the fuck kind of world is this? Like I I don't I I fucking hate Nicki Minaj. Oh my god, that fucking but, dumb broad. Well, say what you want, but she's talking common sense now. That's the weird thing. Yeah, this is how bad it's gotten. She's literally telling people like it, it's not okay. Like she's saying, why is it not okay to question anything about the vaccine, the vaccination mandates? Like, why is it not okay to question this? And so she got kicked off of Twitter <laughs> because she questioned it. And, and all she was doing was actually pointing out common sense, just common sense questions of like, Hey, if you want to get people's approval and get people to take the vaccine, you need to convince them. And if they're not convinced still, well, it's still their choice to not get it. Well, yeah, that's, but, that's with anybody. But, but that's what she was pointing out, and she got kicked off of Twitter for it. She she pointed out she pointed out that that nine months ago, the very administration we have today was literally telling people, "I'm not going to get the vaccine if Trump if it's under Trump." Like, and now it's now it's being mandated that people like. Does that make any fucking sense to anybody? At all, Mike. Nothing makes sense. Us, we. No one makes sense anymore. Right? I'm giving up on. But I'm, I'm done. We don't make but, sense. But she, <laughs> like, she gets kicked off of Twitter, and she gets a message. She got a message apparently from a, a reporter from CNN saying that they were looking for her and wanted to talk and, and wanted to to hold hold an interview with her. And she said no. And they said if that she does, if she doesn't, they will they will broadcast where her family lives. And how to find oh, that's them. Illegal. And it, it's not illegal. That's the thing. It's called it's that's why it's called doxing. It's technically not illegal. It's just not 
it's morally, not good practice. It's yeah. it's moral. It's it's morally corrupt. You can actually you could be sued over it just because it'd be under like the form of defamation. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they threaten that, and then she goes, "Okay." So she puts their she puts their fucking information out there, their email and their their phone address, and tells her fans these people just threatened me. She's got twenty two million fans <laughs> on Twitter. I think that was a bad move by that reporter, and and then the media plasters her as the bad guy <laughs> i'm like person threatens her she says nope preemptive strike fuck you and she's the bad guy <laughs> like <laughs> what just fucking ridiculous that's that's like somebody threatening you with a knife and you shoot them but that makes you the criminal <laughs> you tell me indiana jones was the bad guy this entire time apparently so was han solo yeah he shot yeah. first motherfuckers <laughs> Real fact. <laughs> the fake fact is what we see in the movies now. Yeah, but the world's so crazy that we no longer have real fake facts. They're just real They're facts. They're just real facts. Yeah. <laughs> the earth is flat. We live under a dome. The sun, <laughs> the sun doesn't exist. I feel like I'm going to go on like one of those Morty rants and just leave. <laughs> just run out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it makes sense. The earth yeah, is flat. We're like I, a coin and we just spin really fast. <laughs> Where I, I laugh about you know simulation theory making more sense. So like, am I crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it started to start to feel like Roman from fucking Fast Nine. So, anyways, we're gonna stop doing the podcast. Look for our Science Quarterly magazine <laughs> that will be airdropping <laughs> <laughs> in pamphlet form. You'll have to collect them all, <laughs> one page at a time. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Why do the pamphlets look like the same ones from Hiroshima? Oh, uh, Lo, are you done? You gotta read the sports section paragraph at the very back at the bottom. Nobody will read. <laughs> I, I'm done. I, I, I retire. <laughs> Make sure it's printed on two points. <laughs> <laughs> Because we give back. <laughs> We're making sure it's biodegradable. It's information We're you can wipe your ass with. We're helping it. <laughs> I fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listeners, before we get started, just uh, really quick. Uh, Norm MacDonald passed away, and that is a sad day just because he was a great comedian, and that's less laughter in the world. Hopefully... Uh, it's making room for some more laughter, but I'm sure Norm's looking down on us and going, you poor, pathetic bastards. You're still stuck there. Yeah, we are. But uh, thanks for the laughs, Norm. We appreciate it. What's something people don't know about you? I'm a deeply closeted gay guy. No kidding. Well, I'm not coming out, though. Wait a minute. What are you revealing here today? I'm, I'm not revealing anything. I'm saying I'm deeply closeted. Well, that means you're gay. Well, I wouldn't say that. Why would I say that? I'm deeply closeted. No, but I, that means you're very, very gay, but you don't want to come out. You're so closeted. That I refuse to say I'm gay. Right. Exactly. But that, doesn't that mean you're gay? Hey, 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 easy, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Miles. Anderson. This is low. There we go. That was the order. Hey, we got it.
<laughs> it's been a while. I forgot. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> waiting like when Miley paused. I'm like, well, week. Loach isn't going, so. <laughs> I was doing the grids, the Japanese grids, trying to figure out. Oh, the order. yeah. He was trying to figure out, you know, common core math and just like, all right, well. I think that would be a time to be a kid in school because you could just put down a random number and you just say, this is my truth. People I think that's what we it. did with the word, with the number 42. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real fake fact for you. That <laughs> the answer to everything is 42 is the first, was the world's first my truth. <laughs> uh, I fucking quit. You keep saying you quit, um, but, you're still, it, here. but you're still here. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. We call you a masochist because you like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like the uh, just like the the memoir for Norm Macdonald, this podcast is dedicated to Charles Manson. Not that one. <laughs> Not that one. What? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? Like the beginning the beginning of Norm uh, MacDonald's book, his memoir, it says this book is dedicated to Charles Manson. And then he, then he goes, Not that one. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> fucking amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. That's why I was like, you guys need to get it on audiobook. It's freaking great because he's narrating the entire thing. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Um, <laughs> or Yoffit. Yeah. So, listeners, start to start this off. Uh, Norm Macdonald, the great Norm Macdonald, uh, passed away. Uh, if you even like, here's the thing, listeners. If you even if you weren't a fan of all of his comedy, uh, if you ever want to know stuff about him, like the stories about him, just listen to the people who knew him and some of the stories they have of some of the shit he used to pull off set. When he was working, when he was on SNL, I mean, just fucking hilarious. He was the guy that was like, I'm going to start a joke and I'm going to carry this the entire time, no matter if anyone else is in on the joke. I'm going to keep going. I mean, we're talking about a guy who literally went on The View and sat there. It's still one of the funniest fucking moments sat there and said, like, they brought up a picture of him with uh, George Bush. And he goes, you know, yeah, I like him. He's, you know, he's a good guy. He doesn't murder people. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was it was just a few months after uh bush had taken office and he was referring to the clintons and he goes yeah clinton murdered people <laughs> and everyone barbara walters is desperately trying to get him to drop the subject subject and everybody's trying to get him to move on he goes he goes what what are you guys upset about it? she's like you can't talk about that he goes what the fact that the clintons killed people <laughs> Everybody, like, some of the audience are, are getting the joke. They're laughing their ass off. And, and he's just got this childlike look on his face of just of just humor. And they're they're just like, no, like you said, you said you were gonna behave. I am behaving. I thought this is because I thought this is public knowledge. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought everybody knew about this. You like George Bush, don't you? I love George Bush, man. He's a good man, decent. You know, none of this. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's not a, a liar, or a crook, murderer, or anything like that. So it'd be good to get the. See, I, I don't. I think we should get the homicide out of the White House and get like a 
a, a fresh start, because we don't want any more murderers. I no, think we, we should just go on to the next question. Oh. <laughs> murderers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Clinton, he murdered a guy. Yeah, you know, we're not <laughs> no, allowed to, you're not no, allowed to put out no, no, no. accusations without That's police, a little Charlie. too far. That's the way it does let's work. Just, let's just go on to the next question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is not my week, what can I tell you? <laughs> oh, it's not mine either, and I'm being very nice, okay? <laughs> Be a good boy. Now, Norm. Do you never hear that? No. Listen, no, we don't need I to don't talk want to get into this. this, and I don't want to hear it, and this is not the place to make those accusations. And you're supposed to be funny. Let's get on with it. There you go. This is a live show. Not for Norm, but you have been properly chastised by Barbara. So I'm not going to ask the next question. I thought it was a matter of record. Shut no. up. Uh, Shut up. Let me do this, okay? okay? <laughs> I'll tell you what's a matter of record. You will not be invited back if you don't shut up. Uh, All right, uh, now. <laughs> Let's talk football. All right, manslaughter. Let's talk football. Uh, it was like, he just knew how to carry those jokes and keep, and keep the humor in it going, even if it was just for his benefit. And if you were in on the joke and you were laughing with him, then you were golden. Uh, if you weren't, then you were going to take offense. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he he had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, assholeish humor, which is what we appreciate here, listeners. If you haven't listened to us before, um, which is why I'm I'm titling the podcast. Uh, if you care, we don't know um, because we have no idea <laughs> if if anybody's literally listening to us anymore or not. Um, but, but we, we frankly really don't care. I'm uh, still debating if we're real people or just awfully written NPCs in the game. Yeah, if we if we're the ones that have gone off script, we're we're no longer uh, tethered to the to the code. The matrix. We're now no longer part of the matrix. We play free guy in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, you know, I, I, did we do a review on free guy? I fucking what? love that. Movie. I never got to see it. No, I thought we did. I, never got to- I thought well, I think it was just the, uh, Miles, you, and myself did it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think Miles and I did a did a review on it. Um, I think we might have forgotten. Yeah, I think we spaced. Who swore it. I did? Maybe I did it. You reviewed it yourself. Oh no, I'm losing track of time. We were gonna go try to see it when you guys were out here, but uh, yeah, things just weren't working out. I mean, Miles and I. The only no, reason Miles and I saw it was because it was on the way back. Yeah, we. Are, I was so tired. I, I pretty much went into a coma for like two days when everybody left. <laughs> Loach just looked into Cole and said, sit on my face. And she was all like happy. He's like, no, it'll just make me pass out fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Smother me with that, love. <laughs> yes. That's that's what happened. <laughs> it's like when, when I say something to Nicole and she was like, seriously? I was like, yes, that was a joke. <laughs> 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 Like I do, I do that to everybody here. They're like, "Are you for real? Like seriously?" I'm like, "Yes, that was that was a joke. Absolutely, <laughs> I was kidding." See, I'm all about. I quality. humorously mean every word. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, that was a joke. Listen, I think if that right, just knock each other out at the same time like stepbrothers. It's all about equality. All about equality. But no, Norm, that sucked. That Norm, I didn't realize he was battling cancer for nine years. God yeah, bless. really, nobody yeah. did. He was a private yeah, man. That's <laughs> yeah, no, and rightfully so, man. Not everybody needs to know every fucking pain and heartache you're going through. I agree. It was real funny. I loved him on SNL when he did the uh, 
the news on SNL when he was Burt Reynolds. He was Burt fucking Reynolds. Hyster- yeah. hysterical as Burt Reynolds <laughs> in the uh, SNL Jeopardy, him and Will Ferrell. So, no, they did a. It's a shame that he passed, man. Wasn't he a co writer on some of the uh, Happy Madison films? Uh, I believe he was. I know he did a lot of cameos for Adam Sandler, but that's about it. Well, yeah, but it was they were part of that whole Happy Madison, you know, crew. Well, they knew each other from SNL. Yeah, yeah, the Broken Lizards crew are kind of the same way, you know. So it was, yeah, that that whole group of guys who came up at that time in SNL kind of stayed together afterwards. You know, him, Chris Farley, uh, Adam Sandler. Um, David Spade, all of them. They all still talked. Yeah. Um, I know David Spade has his own talk show. I forgot what channel, but they always got on there. It was always him or, you know, Adam Sandler. And so that, that whole that whole group really kind of stayed together. Yeah. So, yeah, it sucks, man. And the real the crazy thing is, I, like, I love Yafit in fucking The Orville. And he was the voice of Yafit, so and apparently they did get all his stuff in for the next season. But for the upcoming season, they wrapped. But I hear there was a lot of there might have to be some rewrites because they didn't get all his voice work done yet. So yeah, we'll see. But that sucks, man, because he's he's a really funny dude. That's but he's a balance in that show. Yeah, he's a real dry sense of humor, man. Yeah, it's a dry delivery. Oh yeah, and it's great. I freaking love it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a shame. Maybe I'll, yeah. maybe I'll have to put in some clips of some of the shit that he used to do. The, the, my favorite, one of my all time favorites, is the one with uh, Larry King telling Larry King that he's a that he's a deeply closeted gay guy, and then Larry King <laughs> trying to trying to get the answer out of him, and he keeps trying to explain to him that he's that he's deeply closeted, which would imply he doesn't want to talk about. It. <laughs> he just keeps laughing, like. Because Larry, like Larry, Larry King has like pretty much no fucking sense of humor. Apparently, if you've ever seen him in interviews oh, yeah, with, you other, see with other comedians, with them, yeah. he is just Paul Rudd. I was yeah, watching he, one of them he did with Paul Rudd, and Paul Rudd basically roasted him, and he didn't even realize it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Larry King. I mean, I I don't know. Being from New York, I you always heard about you always listened to Larry King or my parents. It makes did. me think of Egon off of Ghostbusters. No sense of humor. Yeah, he never really. Yeah, everything's literal. Like there's, it's like Drax, you know. Nothing could go over my head because yeah. I'll catch it. <laughs> you know, like. right. Yeah, that's that's you're, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And so, like Larry see, King was seeing his like interactions with comedians is pretty funny. The comedians just like to to screw with him. It, yeah, he and could he, have a personal he just thing with it. Yeah, yeah, he just doesn't catch on. So, no, I I, I saw the interview with him and Jim, where uh, Jim Brewer, who's one of my probably top five all time favorite comedians. Oh yeah, um, guy's a bamf. Oh yeah, and, and it helps that he's from New York and he's a big Mets fan, so I follow him a lot. But um, oh, the merits—you you mean the merits that make a human being for you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it matters, man. You're cool, and you're a Mets fan. We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, listeners, I barely passed because I'm a Yankees fan. Just so you know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm like subhuman. It's it's still debate. It's still on the table, Mike. I mean, <laughs> it's just not. It, the only reason we're still friends is just because I'm lazy. <laughs> 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 so 
I can't be bothered to try this hard again. <laughs> I don't want any new friends. I'm too too much work. Well, that's and, like, and we've we've always known that I've been subhuman by basically every metric. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what it that's what it boils down to. Like Nicole's like, you should go make friends. Why? <laughs> because we're out here and we don't go out much or you know and, and she'll go out and hang out with her friends from work Make friends and, and neighbors you know and everything like that and i'm just uh, like i don't want to associate myself with anybody and everybody's <laughs> like just go try to make new friends why that's effort and i just don't have that anymore i'm lazy um so that's why it's just you know i i I'm too lazy to make new friends. I mean, Miles is pretty much the last one. That was the last one I kind of put effort <laughs> into, really. And then I was like, okay, we're good. Oh, um, you pursued Miles like it was going to be a relationship. You're right. <laughs> I, was, I was. Hey, you should come out of the cast. Yeah, the I don't cast. know about that. I was. I was. I What's was, up, upgrade Vargo? I mean, Miles. I, I'm not gonna. Li- I'm not gonna lie. I was. I was lonely on the cast my, <laughs> and I needed that companion. Just like a prom date. He wore me down. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it only took no. <laughs> and all it took was a soda from Tokyo Joe's and a cookie and bam, I got him in. <laughs> so damn, if I knew I could have gotten a cookie and a soda out of it, I'd have held out a little more. That's, you know, that's fair. I mean, I definitely thought that's, that was your biggest flaw, was that you wanted to be friends with me. And I mean, you came and found me at work, so <laughs> it was easier to be friends with Josiah and DJ because they found me at my work, and I really didn't have to do anything. See, this is why I say I have friends because I'm lazy. And it works. We all have friends because we're lazy. I mean, but when you guys put like the, the only effort, time I, the, the, the only times I had to put an effort to to make friends, which really were acquaintances my entire life, was because I didn't live anywhere permanently. But see, and then when I lived here permanently long enough, it suddenly cued on me. Oh, I need actual friends. <laughs> <laughs> but see, now it's like now I'm in another state, and I'm just like. Uh lot of effort and if like if i know i have to burn calories to make a friend it's just not happening so it's just <laughs> it is what it is well what you can do is when they call ask you to make friends just point out all all your legos around you that we got you and they say these are my friends well see the thing is is also <laughs> <laughs> well it's also see the thing is is like if you guys see me next time and i'm thin that means i made a lot of friends that year so I put because the, of all the orgies, yeah, of all the effort, and, <laughs> you know, orgies or whatever. Part of that gated community. Hey, <laughs> some people call it a gated community. Other call it, and personally, me, a cult. Um, <laughs> Dude, how fucking trippy would that be if you found out that that was in the fucking like? Homeowners association. Oh no, dude! I, that was, you, you laugh at <laughs> the second fee. subparagraph. <laughs> you laugh about this, but I did ask that. I was like, "So it's a gated community in the middle of Virginia. We're thirty minutes in between both Richmond and Fredericksburg." And I literally looked at my realtor because he he's a friend of ours and he's got a great sense of humor like us. And I was like, "So where's the cult?" 
And no shit, he was like, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> you asked about you asked about the cult, but you didn't want to know about the yearly the yearly orgies, which is labeled as the picnic. Look, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by the lake. I I I feel that was a good opportunity to be lazy and make friends. So <laughs> then technically, I don't have to do anything. They can just do it all to me. You just lie down, they slap you in the fucking stomach, and just you just go, get on. Exactly. <laughs> you know those inner tubes that you see that are going down the lake? Quick, before the inertia wears out. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know those pontoon boats? Uh, that's me. I'm a pontoon boat on the lake. God. <laughs> All right, well, we've wasted enough time. <laughs> <laughs> with the opener uh oh come on that was funny <laughs> oh it was all funny <laughs> so um, laziness brings happiness <laughs> so what else uh what else was taking place this week i don't know if we could top this conversation i think we're done <laughs> <laughs> this, is just, this is the end of the podcast none of us play this but listeners apparently the developers of runescape uh that shit's still been, around. Yeah, apparently it's been around oh, yeah. for a while. <laughs> Holy shit! So. Uh, but uh, they they've had they've had something called like RuneScape Lite. Your listeners, uh, keep in mind, I'm not really in the know, so I'm just kind of basing this off of just what I've read. Uh, they've had like RuneScape Lite or RuneScape Lite for a while, and a a lot of the community has been continuing to build in it and and support it, and that's a long time going. No but they had one they had one of their community members who was actually <laughs> updating the game and he was creating a mod that gave the game new textures, gave it new lighting, new new shadow or new shading, like so some legitimate all these upgrades. more. Yeah, all these more like legitimate upgrades. And he'd been working on it for a good solid. I think he said a good solid year uh before releasing it had been keeping you know keeping the community posted updated telling them like this is the stuff that's going to be added this is the stuff i'm working on he basically remastered it yeah and he was getting ready to release and the developer stepped in and said oh no 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 you can't release that we're working on one (laughs) no you're not (laughs) yeah it it was it, it, it that's basically what it came down to it came down to uh no you're not you're not actually working on anything you just wanted to do it because i'm doing it Come on, lazy. kind of situation. We're carrying and on the tradition of lazy. Let's go, guys. Yeah. I mean. uh, so the developer said. It turns out the developer was looking into doing something similar. Uh, <laughs> and and after after they had made sure, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much literally the the vernacular they used. We're looking into it. Like you're looking into it. That that's like saying I'm contemplating taking a shit we have it on the back burner i'm i'm <laughs> thinking about it I'm, i know it's gonna happen at some point today but i don't know if i'm gonna go do it right now i'm looking into losing weight but i got ice cream so yeah it's just like what what the like what the fuck uh you know so <laughs> he he ends up having to tell the tell the community i so I've been told I can't post it. I can't do this. I'm going to be removing it from uh, the platform. This is very disappointing. But and he, he does tell them, you know, don't go after the developers. Many of them are good people. This is coming from <clears throat> coming from, a you know, high up above. 
So the regular developers have nothing to say for this. They, they can't do anything really about it. Well, they're probably not it's, even there anymore. It's management. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it, yeah, that's the thing. Is like the, it's management. You can't really do anything about it. Some people, like some people, obviously, you're going to get the bad actors who are just like, I'm going to go after them because I'm emboldened to, to do something about it. Uh, because, you know, people are super passionate and they feel like their passion justifies making death threats for some reason. Uh, that's just the society we're in now. Um, that's not how it but, works, but yeah, <laughs> right. I'm so, I'm totally shocked. I can't just go out and tell somebody you can't give me, like, I can't go to the Seven Eleven. What do you mean? The slush in my shade's broken. I'm going to kill you. It's like the, what was it? The whole, Mc- like, could you imagine somebody <laughs> having that kind of reaction? <laughs> Dude, what was it? Like the whole McDonald's McFlurry. Let's not tell them about the ice cream machine. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And then they, people were making such an uproar about it. Now that you like, trade commission got involved or some shit like huh. just like what the that fuck? machine's permanently broken you know what? across the we've nation. always wanted to know why they never work <laughs> like, <laughs> you know i figured they just never cleaned it and so it just broke down right i yeah. i had always assumed that it was uh they just didn't want to deal with it so it's like i i don't want to make oh, you ice no, cream, nobody so buys just, the ice cream so we're just gonna get rid of the machine. i'll just tell you that it's broken right, right. um well, there's so, been workers that have come out and said that like they just don't do it because they don't want to deal with the hassle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh <laughs> so anyways, the uh <laughs> the mod gets the mod's gonna get removed and all that stuff, and the community, some of the community does it right, and they tell them, like, hey, we're not gonna, you know, just so you know, we're gonna protest. And the way we're gonna protest is we're not gonna spend any money, we're not gonna buy your game, we're not gonna play your game, and good luck doing anything in the future. So, listeners, it does work when a company realizes that, oh, we're not gonna make any money. Well, the community turns. The, when the community turns, it works, and suddenly companies change. You can do this to Blizzard and Activision, by the way. Yeah, no, no, just so you know. Yeah, never bite the hand that feeds. What are you talking about? We're not China. <laughs> right? We, we are China, but remember, Miles, China doesn't matter anymore because they only allow their kids to play for an hour a day. Listeners, this is actually wrong. Uh, it turns out it's three hours per week. And I was thinking of the old uh, <laughs> the old thing that uh, Miles had brought up before, which we, we both had, had been mistaken about this. Uh, it was one hour a day like a year ago or actually two years ago, back in like 2019, that kind of slipped by. Nobody really knew about it. And China had changed it and updated it to three hours per week. But because of what Anderson's about to bring up, we're actually going to be talking about it more. And I'm going to say this wrong again a few more times. So I'll recorrect myself again later on when it actually gets brought up. Just to remind you, it's three hours per week. Uh, did you guys not see yeah. the latest thing they posted? What? They have approached EA and Activision I heard saying about that. They want their uh, they want the mail character games yeah more masculine and they do not want uh no more sex relationships yeah, no, in video games no more no more uh homosexuality no more sissy boys all that stuff <laughs> yeah. dear um china eat a dick so well this podcast has already been banned oh yeah we, we are not allowed in china <laughs> <laughs> i've i've seen them i've amazed. seen the map that shows where we've been downloaded <laughs> from and china is not on the map <laughs> like, I like to think that we have like one rogue listener. <laughs> he's all, Keep up the fight. He's all sitting there. He's all Viva la Revolution. 
Like, just trying to be all hard. <laughs> they mentioned me. They mentioned me. <laughs> I will fight for the users. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, the so because the community, you know, revolted and said, okay, well, you don't want us to have this, even though you don't have anything, and you actually don't have anything in development right now. You have nothing to show us. Uh, well, screw you, essentially. And uh, after some, uh, you know, long deliberation, and by long deliberation, I mean one phone call or conversation with the uh, the modder, they said, hey, what we'll, what we'll do is exactly what you had originally suggested to us in an email response saying, can't we work together? Like we can work on, like I can work on mod, the making the mod closer to what you're trying to envision for when you do this so that it doesn't interfere. And then when yours comes out, we can just remove my mod, but this will be a nice, you know, good patch for people playing this right now. Uh, and that's exactly what they're doing. And uh, yeah, I mean, they, but the, at least the nice thing is, is that they actually did come back with, without, you know, long deliberation and this ludicrous apology and said, they said, yeah, you know, we thought about this wrong. You guys are right. We are going to do exactly what he suggested. And by the way, we're also like, there's some other caveats that they're, that they're throwing in there too, as well. They're going to be working with the modder. Uh, they're going to be working on it, trying to give him more support, more assets. They even put his mod on their front page. <laughs> they were telling people how to download it and how to update their game. Are they paying so they're, they're, Like <laughs> They went out of their way, as a company should, when they realized they're in the wrong of, hey, we should actually make this right and fix this. The community's shown us we were, we were, we were way off base because they were going to deny us money. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Mike. And, and we're going to... Stop, stop and we're going to do something right. Mike, stop putting them on a pedestal. Come on. EA has done this. Activision has done this. Blizzard's done this. None of them have done that. They've done it. Don't, stop putting They've them. never done that. <laughs> no, Mike. <laughs> they've they they've have. never done that. All right. Look. <laughs> Loach, we the, know you're the, the most only we've one got, playing The Anthem. most we've gotten is a half-hearted <laughs> apology from any of them. And, that's, and you know, in one, and that's in one case, it was, it was, oh, and by the way, Blitzchung, he's still, he's He's still suspended, but we're not going to suspend his winnings. Like, hey, gee, thanks. Hey, look, <laughs> at least it was something. All right. Like the this is probably one of the best turnarounds I've seen since, you know, Sony's whole freaking cybersecurity debacle. Yeah, I remember that. You know, going out, apologize, do try and overcompensate and give fans something the show, yeah, we're genuinely sorry. Please don't take your business away from us. We need money. Listeners, we're tired of the BP apologies. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they, they could have avoided it. They could have avoided it entirely if you, you know, if you can see the writing on the wall and just say, yeah, this is actually probably, you know, if they had just maybe, I don't know, read his response and said, you know, actually, this is a good idea. Uh, we should just do exactly what he's suggesting and, and, use this mod as a stepping stone towards what we want to do what that guy said. Yeah. But no, that's what happens within companies is you have usually somebody at the higher up who thinks that they know better, which always happens worked in plenty of companies to know. Uh, and they come from a, a point of stupidity and their own ignorance about how the world actually works. And they think, Oh no, instead we're going to do this. Like, I don't know, blizzard where, uh, they turn around and say, okay, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to reduce the size of women's breasts in our games uh, to compensate for the uh, over-sexualized nature of women. 
but we're not going to do anything about it within our own company. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I felt sense. like that was I felt like that was a good move. Yeah, I think totally. I think that's I think that's the best move you can make. Uh <laughs> You know, right? continue, As a car continue the the pub, <laughs> continue the pub crew. You know, uh, cube crawls. Those are those are a great idea. That's a great great way to build morale, right? Uh, within your company. Um, didn't they get? Didn't they just recently get nailed with like a bunch of civil lawsuits? Dude, they are being this? sued by practically everyone now. Everyone, uh, right including yeah, including a uh, unionization group who I heard who about creates yeah. unions within within uh, industries that don't have them. Uh, right. listeners, I heard about that. Miles and I have been on the same page of this. We don't agree with unions on the simple fact of they're fucking useless. They are practically useless after they've been created. And in the end, they end up giving your money away and everything that you, you, you end up giving them to either one political party or another. It, it happens across the board. Yeah. Just like many things good in, in idea not yeah. so good in execution. They are, they are in, in the, the sad part is they're always created out of a necessity in an area where a company has way too much power and decides to exert that power to the fullest of their extent, instead of actually considering their employees or human beings and treating them as human beings. So as a result, you end up with unions and this is what happens. Yeah. So blizzards now trying to fight off the unionization of their own employees as is Activision. Um, and uh, good luck. I I wish you nothing but destruction and death, Activision and Blizzard. <laughs> Your fucking companies are atrocious. Like the uh, the shit that I the shit that I have read from the testimonies and the reports that have been given on the her- sexual harassment suits, everything else that's happened in that company. Oh yeah, like it's fucking horrific. E- even if only fifty percent of it's true. Yeah, it is. It's fucking bad. horrendous yeah. how any company could operate like this i have no idea i've never i've never heard of any company treating people like this in the past 30 40 years like f- fucking enron treated their people better <laughs> for god's sake and they stole all their money like fuck me how are you even in existence at this point, you might as well have every CEO completely turn themselves in and just say, we're firing ourselves. We're giving the company to the fucking employees. Well, and I think the funny thing is, is that now this kind of puts a lot of bull, like a lot of spotlight on that whole big thing way back in the day between Activision and Infinity Ward with the Call of Duty Bar. Oh, yeah. The, the original it uh, puts a whole the original the owners breakup. Yeah, dude, that's. That's kind of wondering that all of a sudden when you hear all this stuff later on and then you kind of just like look back in the past, like especially the biggest one was obviously Infinity Ward and uh, Activision breaking up. Yeah. Um, with the original creators of Modern Warfare, they were pissed and all that crap. And yeah, dude, like now that you look on it, you're like, wow, maybe they were on it. Maybe they were right. <laughs> you know, Yeah. because at that time you were like, oh, no, you guys are being babies. Why, why are you trying to ruin at the time? No, at the time, I think when we heard about it, the, I think all of us on the podcast went. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they were probably being screwed. Like at the time we were hearing like they were the it sounded yeah, like they were probably, probably being just being over. screwed over money wise right. and business wise. Like, you know, but when you hear stuff like this on top of that, you're like, all right, all well, yeah. Uh, maybe they were on to Jesus Christ, maybe it was even more than that. Maybe it wasn't just maybe it wasn't just the money and the intellectual property, which had a great deal to do with it. And then you also have to wonder about now, like the whole relationship between. And I also just saw that Activision suing Bungie 
uh, music composer uh, for the rights of the music that's in Destiny, which I thought was hilarious. It's like, good luck with that. But yeah, good um, luck with that. He was under contract for from Bungie, from Bun- not, from you, Bungie, guys. not you guys. <laughs> you didn't own it, but you were the publisher. Now you're kind of wondering. Now you're kind of wondering about the whole Bungie Activision relationship. Like, wow, where did that go? Where was that going wrong? You know? Yeah, and he was screwed There's over all... by Bungie. Yeah, and so I'm kind of curious, like how a lot of this is like, man, you you just look at Activision now, and you're just like, dude, you guys, are, how are you guys in business? Especially after the way you treated Infinity Ward, Bungie, and like, because these companies were good companies, and the people were running them were good people, and then they join Activision, and all of a sudden they're like, they're reputation is completely tarnished yeah i'm trying to think of the composer um I've, he was the guy from halo yeah i'm he trying to th- i'm trying to th- from halo think of his name um, yeah but he's being like i guess bungie's being sued from activision for the money and the rights to the music and bungie's like marty yeah, that's not, that's not happening that's that's <laughs> who it was marty odell uh or, or, or yeah. not odell uh o'donnell o'donnell uh, that's who it is o'donnell uh, yeah. marty o'donnell um he, uh, yeah. So, listeners, if you if you ever want to hear about just some of the inside relationship business that was going on between Activision and Bungie in that whole story, everything that we told you in the past that we speculated on way back in the day was spot fucking on. Because the stories he tell he tells about like how that how that whole business arrangement went is pretty much how we thought it went. Of, yeah, Bungie really kind of got their asses. Yeah, he he let it fly. Him. He let it fly one time on Reddit, and then did an, an actual interview on a podcast and talked about the fact of like he when he was doing the music and stuff like that. He was like not just a composer. As a composer, he talks about story development stuff like that because that's how he writes his music is based off of what they're what scenarios are going to be created. So he's involved in every process that comes down from design to develop, you know, to, to story development, all of that stuff. And he used to sit in on every meeting. And he said that when they first sat down with Activision, they, you know, everything was like, oh, you know, Activision is like, oh no, you guys will have full, you know, the whole full creative control bullshit. We don't want to interfere. We just want to be a part of something great. <laughs> they signed the contract. And then the very next meeting, it was basically them coming in and saying, yeah, you know, that they, they were talking about certain stories. They're like, yeah, if we let you do that. And Marty looked at him like, motherfucker, what? Like, what did you just say? What happened to full creative control? And and the heads of Bungie just went, oh, no, 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 no. We're, let's let's hear him out. Like Bungie's Bungie's own management team was completely bought in because they were making shit tons of money. They were yeah. making money from the deal. It was going to help provide money for the project. And they weren't going to have to fund the entire thing themselves. So well, yeah, and Bungie, and Bun- and the guys from Bungie. I mean, granted, it wasn't great, but at the same time, you know, you kind of understand like a little bit of where the, you know they're finally getting money to really live out their dreams, and then they were blindsided in a, a way by Activision, which I'm not surprised Activision went in there and just did that. No, that it's kind of it's slow, not a shock. Slow at all. turn, yeah, that slow turn of the knife. Like, cool, we'll let them think they got the power until yeah. everything's finalized, and then we're gonna come in there and take over. I mean, EA is just as guilty as it, obviously, you know, buying companies and then shutting them down. Yeah. Um, you know, e- Activision is so better. And I'm so, I, honestly, the fallout for Activision is pretty bad. I mean, the only thing that's really honestly going to keep them afloat is Call of Duty. 
And that's just because the, most of the gamers that play Call of Duty really don't give a fuck what's going on as long as they get their game. And pretty know, much, they, they're they're completely unaware. That's how much, it is. Much like yeah, much like most people who vote, they don't know any of the issues, and they're not going to know any of the issues. So they're just right. going to go ahead and buy what they want to buy, and right. that's that's the that's normal. Yeah. No, so, absolutely. I mean, I mean, people will make up their own minds on their own terms and their own ways, and they'll just you know they'll move on with their lives, which. That they're hey, comfortable with what they already got, and they're comfortable with what they already got. Exactly, absolutely. If you want yeah, things I mean, to change, you just don't them. give them money. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to knock them on it. It's just how they do things, and... That's what they that's, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of hoping that the gaming community catches on and realizes that there's a reason why the company is kind of in... Like the like Miles said, the only way that a... Uh, the only way that they learn is really by losing money. And the only way that they're going to lose money is if you boycott them. And if you boycott them, you have to have a unified front. Yeah. And the only way that it's works. It's really hard to do. Yeah. With, and it's, yeah. and it's hard to do when you have a majority of a fan base for one game. That's, that's making most of their money that don't pay attention to any of that stuff. Yeah. And if they do, it's not, there's not a lot of them. Yeah. It's not enough anyway to swing it. You know? Yeah. Typically. It's the case. And so. that's, but that, and and that's a lot of a lot of times you know with sports and teams and stuff like that that's how it is you know yeah the majority of the fan base wants give me what I pay for that's all I care that's all I want to hear I'm not here to think I'm not here to I'm here to enjoy and move on with my life not get political about it or whatever you know NFL has a massive problem with concussions and shit like that and people still watch it oh yeah still people yeah exactly so so it is what it is and. You know, people will move on. But we'll see how it goes. I mean, I hope Activision learns a lesson from this. Yeah. Yeah. Will they? I'm not going to hold my Yeah, you can only hope. You can only hope that that enough things start dogpiling on, that (laughs) things actually change. And that's the only thing you can really hope for is that's that's the other thing, listeners. They're not like most of these lawsuits aren't really looking for money. They're looking for actual policy change. They want them to be held accountable. That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah, it's all about accountability. With, Money, you know, with the shareholders, leading. with the shareholders, they want they want fucking Bobby Kotick gone. Yeah, they want his ass out. They want that kind of accountability. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for you owe us money. It's you lied to us. You made us think that we were making actual money. We're not. You're completely full of shit. We need you out. Anyways, you guys brought up China. <laughs> China's China's trying to get rid of the sissy men in their culture, and as much as I hate authoritarianism, at least they're doing something <laughs> to get rid of the woke. Uh, I mean, that's that sounds terrible <laughs> for me to say. Apparently, they want but Duke that's, Nukem. That's ser- that's seriously what game. it comes down to. They're so they are China is so anti woke that they've blamed it on these things that they are looking at it and going. The, it's because of you know femininity. It's because of uh, you know unmasculine men, and we're going to get rid of that out of our culture. That's that's what they're seeing on their side of things. Now, this is you know granted probably China from a limited view, but at the same time, uh, if they're if they're looking at that and going, this is this is the answer. Shouldn't that tell us something about our society? Of not not those things, listeners. Tell us something about our society of, hey, maybe we should look into the fact of maybe wokeism isn't the answer. <laughs> maybe we should turn the ship around and stop some of this nonsense that's going on. 
And I don't know if you can do that from limiting it in your entertainment. I think a lot of that comes from just good parenting, but that's just me. I think good parenting and a lot of big of our issues is social media. Most of our issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all of our <laughs> social media. Is well, I mean, you, you can't blame parenting for everything. Sometimes people are just going to be shit people, right? Well, yeah. Hey, that's that's just that's a given. Parenting is usually a big factor, but at yeah. the other end, you can't get choose. Like you could have phenomenal parents, and you still come out a complete scumbag. Yeah, that that can happen in yeah. any look society. at Randy Pitchford. But but I think look, that look I, at Anderson. I think a lot of the down. I think a lot of the downturn of things like that we've seen. How dare you compare as, me to Randy Pitchford's son? <laughs> I, think lot, <laughs> I think a lot of the down. I think a lot of the down. Like the downturn that we've seen in the gaming industry and society corporations the way that they treat other people just has to do with the fact that like a lot of these people weren't weren't taught to have morals they weren't taught to have morals because morals didn't gain them anything and while i don't think china is really on the right track with what they're doing uh i I, I, like i i I don't see how what they're doing is going to solve that because that's what it's coming down to of they're trying to prevent the same thing from happening there of okay but but that's not what causes that. It's just exerting more of what China loves, and that's power. If they can exert yeah. more control, it, really comes out it doesn't it. matter what aspect of life it is, you know, as long as they get to control it. Yeah, so my question is, is with that happening, and given the fact of China's audience, and even though, and even though they're such a large audience, do you think companies here will comply with that, like make a separate version of the game completely with that much of a difference? for certain characters or anything like that, or removing even characters from games or will they stand their ground or, or will they stay stand their ground and go, what? No, we're not doing that. You guys only play an hour a day. Again, listeners, it's not an hour a day. It's three hours a week, maximum anyone under 18, three hours a week. And China expects all these companies to placate and, and pander to them on this nonsense. Never mind the fact that it's completely batshit crazy on their reasoning behind why they want to get rid of it. It's <laughs> it's just nuts. Three hours per week and they go, oh yeah, you have to cater to us. These companies won't even do that for the US. I think companies should stand on the ground because no matter what, depending on how you want to put together your art, art stuff. Most art. of it, their argument that the CCP is uh, doing uh, for this is that it's affecting children. And they say that... that Seeing these things is affecting the the young men in their society, and it's affecting the children in their society, and that's how that's why they're they're imposing this. This is this is literally what what they uh, replied with when when asked why they're doing this. Now, see, I think that falls down on parenting, and, and not the government should abso- not have absolute, anything to do abso- with it. Absolutely, and the, yeah. and and restricting a kid's restricting restricting a kid's gameplay shouldn't be controlled by the government, regardless. That should be under a parent's control. Your parents, but don't let your TV and entertainment raise your kids. It's the Grand Theft Auto conversation all over again. Yeah. yeah. But their their whole per their whole reasoning behind it is it's affecting them culturally. It's, it's, it, uh, like, it, it's understandable because they, they don't want this to affect their culture. I don't know. I, I just like I, I, well no ahead, uh, what I'm on. saying what I'm saying is the art the argument's understandable. I'm not saying that I agree with it. It's understandable. It's the same thing as like I don't agree with other people on certain certain issues, but I can understand their point of view. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. So, I mean, but what I'm what I'm saying what I'm saying is I it's it's not uh, I'm not saying it's the solution. What I'm saying is that 
It's part of their reasoning behind it, and it's what they've decided to do. As the CCP, given their authoritarianism, there is nothing their people can do about it on their end. But do you think our industry, the industry that they get primarily most of their entertainment and games from, uh, for now, I should say, uh, do you think our industry will do anything about it? Do you think that they do you think that they'll that they'll cave in and do what I'm saying is, do you think they'll cave in? Do you think they'll do exactly what the CCP has asked in order to placate them when they've now, especially when they've now restricted any gamers under 18? No, I hope not. I would I would I hope, hope not, not, too, but I don't know. And you should not. No government, no country should have an influence on how you how you spend your free time business, unless yeah. it's like so and how you spend your spend your free time and who you are. As yeah, so long as you're not hurting it, it's, it's the whole idea. No listeners, of so long as you're not hurting no, somebody else, no government, the government yeah. should have no say. Dude, if you want to be that person, if you want to be any person that's not, uh, and I'll put quotes <laughs> up, but not the typical way a man should be or a woman should be, that's not your business. Yeah. No one on this earth should tell you how to live your life unless you are physically harming other people or doing something that is just so atrocious to other people. Yeah, their, then, their you know, argument would be and, and I can I can play laws. devil's advocate <laughs> with that. Their argument would be and, and it can be made of, well, this adversely affects our culture. It adversely affects our people in, in, in return as a as an effect. Cool. But, I'll build a wall but that's, and, and that's, stop that, that's, that's that's the thing of of do you, do you give into that and 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 placate no. it because you make so much money from them? It's that whole thing of uh, it's like you know Shang Chi. No. Shang Chi wasn't you know wasn't being allowed in China. Shang Chi wasn't or uh, you know it, it wasn't being allowed in China because uh, it hadn't gone through their censorship process. They had people in the film that had spoken out against the CCP. They're prior. not welcome back to the country. They're not welcome back into the country. Yep. So as a result, China says, well, you, if you want us to show your movie here, you have to do these things. They're doing the same thing with the Eternals, the uh, upcoming MCU movie, the Eternals. The director was avidly outspoken against the CCP. And she because of that, she's not welcome back into uh, that was her home country. She's not welcome back. She is not allowed to go back. And also. China says, well, we're not going to let you show her film or show the film because she directed it. Like that was kind of China, China's putting their trying to put their foot down in front of Disney going, either you get rid of the director or you're not going to be able to show your film here. I, I'm sorry, but to me, that's not that's not doing all you're doing is being a bully. Absolutely. There's nothing. Nothing there suggests anything that is culturally damaging anybody else's sense. No, that's just being a fucking bully. I agree with you 100%. There's no one on this podcast that will ever say the CCP is good. It's not even just the CCP. I don't, I don't care who it is. I mean, it could have been America saying that I don't give a fuck. It's they, they do this, bully, they do this in lots of places in uh, Pakistan. They wouldn't allow wonder woman to be shown because it was play because wonder woman's played by a Hebrew. She's played cool. by an Israeli. <laughs> well, Great. Sorry you hate Jews. <laughs> right. Yeah, because that's my fault. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your thing. Sucks to uh, be you. <laughs> and like, thankfully, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers Warner Brothers put their foot down and said, we don't care. But here's the thing. They don't make enough money in that market to really care. If they made money, if it was China saying the same thing, do you think that they'd turn around and do that? I, I mean, we're talking not. about we're talking we're talking about a country that 
because they don't because and listeners, this is fact. Sorry, it's true. Uh, China is pretty heavily racist um, and they they're not fans. No, of they're black extremely people. Um, so yeah. because John Boyega was a main character in Star Wars, there is an edited version of Star Wars that they have that has less scenes with him. And he's a he's not featured as a prominent character on the poster art. Like if you ever saw that, like that's one thing that the, there was a big point of contention with Boyega himself and why he was played down in his role. He he's he's the main character essentially. Ray's a a main character, but she slow like it, it slowly becomes both of them being the main character. All right, well great. Now we have two main characters. This is this is turning out to be a great story. And then suddenly Boyega is kind of sidelined. Why? Was it really was it really all just Johnson or was was Disney told by by China, hey, make sure you don't you don't feature him prominently. Make sure he's not the main hero. I have to go with the the with my gut on that one of I think China stepped in and said, make sure he's not a main character after how they treated him the first time. And that's what these that's what these film companies do. If you look at the edited versions of the Avengers, if you've heard of the edited versions of other Marvel movies. They edit out certain things. They edit out American values. They 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 edit out any any kind of uh, individual thought. Like critical thinking is re- like points of critical thinking are removed or rewritten in order to make sure that China will like it. And this is how Hollywood works. So if Hollywood's willing to do it, good thing I'm not running it. <laughs> sounds like a personal it's problem. a good thing any of us yes it's a good thing any uh, none of us are running it because we would just say i don't care i don't care about your extra i don't care about your eight to twelve percent of of money revenue coming in yeah get the fuck out comparatively to everyone else Why? like we we don't need you like that's that's the thing is i i would have the mentality of we don't need you we don't need your money uh but these companies don't want to do that so it would not the sad part is it would not because of that it would not surprise me at all if our if the gaming industry placated to anything they do because they want that they want that money they want the money coming out of china more than they want it anywhere else see i was going to say a different counter on this one as a game industry so you know we do think they're probably going to end up caving in but on the other end with them dropping down gamers to you know or younger 18 and younger whatever they consider the adult over there to less than 3 hours a week but that cut back the the profits they get from there. But what are the you? Gonna, get from there. I, I, I'm still trying know. to figure out what the hell are you trying to accomplish? You're you're not going to accomplish anything when you tell people they can't have something, they're gonna want it more. Not in China. I I just ah help me help me here, Miles. I, 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 I don't know. That's a different culture, though. That is a different culture than if ours. You, Miles, go ahead. Sorry, oppressed. Oppressed people are oppressed for a reason. Well, true. Yeah. Because I, they're I, I not agree. able to stand up. Right. And change things. Uh, just, and that's that's China. That's Russia. That's a lot of countries. North Korea. That, you want to hear well, fuck, yeah, fucking North horror Korea. stories? Chile. Goddamn. Cuba. Fuck North Korea. Like, yeah. the fact that they're still around, I, I, I keep but forgetting But these cultures do it to their own people at a such a young but, age, they don't know. But China, like, here's the thing. China's not far off. They treat their people better. But than North Korea, but they're not far off in the fact that you don't really have a choice in what you do. You don't really have a choice if your government decides to weld you into your home. You don't have a choice. You're right. you're being welded into your home. You don't have a choice of whether or not you can tell your kid to play, you know, more than two hours if you can give them that. You don't have a choice on whether or not your kid likes, 
you know, you don't have a choice on whether or not your kid likes My Little Pony over over He Man. You don't have a choice. So like that. That's literally what it comes down to. And when you, when you say you can't, you tell people they can't have it. They want it more. It doesn't work the same way when you're working with a country that is completely indoctrinated to believe that everything that their government does is for the betterment of their people and the betterment of their own good and for the betterment of their nation. Well, yeah, not it, not to get fully political, but it's something that's that's kind of a point of contention here. It's always under the guise of we're helping you. People are kind of worried that that's where things are headed. Yeah, and that's the problem. People should never fear their government. Their government should fear their fear, people. Should absolutely fear their people. Yeah, and that's just that's just a thing that's always been said. When you tell people that they can't consume something because it might make them this person, that's not your that's not your decision. That's not your. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be. That yeah. it shouldn't be. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. It shouldn't be your their decision. It, it it just it's kind of dumbfounding that people are still trying to tell how other people should live their lives. Yeah, like, listeners, like, just like you don't have a right to tell somebody else to use your pronouns. Yeah, they don't have the right to tell you how to live, so long as you're not harming someone else. Like video games is more confusing. As video games break down to three main causes: either you play for hobby escapism or therapy primarily for video games or competitively or competitively yeah we could add competitively as the other one listeners we're not we're not trying to make a like a, a real political discussion it's just an inter- it's an interesting it's an interesting subject to talk on for us because to to th- even think of the industry that we love that is primarily based in the United States is constantly well, evolved in different it, ways. It's constantly evolving in different ways. And the amount of times that they've placated other nations, not even just China, but other nations overall. Uh, I mean, Australia gets placated for GTA. So the, the times that those have happened, will that happen now with this drastic shift in that country's culture of taking that kind of control away, you know, Will that restrict the amount of games that are bought? Will that restrict the amount of the amount of money that's made in the in the West? We really won't know until time some time passes. But I'm curious if we'll see any uh, quick changes, or we'll see any other games that were that are going to be absolutely banned in the in the uh, other countries uh, in the country just because of that. The like, developer wants to make their game as is, or will they cave in and alter it? It's like yeah. that lawyer who tried to. What get GTA banned and you can't blame just easily blame entertainment and be like yeah it's the movie's fault it's the game's fault it's the music's fault society as itself isn't always to blame and the things around them don't always influence it's just a bad person's a bad person that's just how it works kids it's not hard don't make it harder than what it is we're not curing cancer personal accountability yeah and that's the thing is the thing of the past oh absolutely (laughs) it's everybody else's had a conversation about that over the past week well yeah it's every it's all what you can deflect it onto absolutely because then if the, the it's all about reputation the way you're perceived and when you do something wrong how fast can you make a buck out of it yeah that's how it is that that's literally that's yeah. it right there and people are just fucking stupid people want power they want control on stuff that they can't have power and control in. that's why you have like this huge movement of wokeness and cancel culture and stuff like that a lot of the people it's like it's like we were watching <laughs> I was watching this with Nicole Nicole this morning there was that what is it the the girl that's missing in Utah um I don't know if you guys heard about this this uh young lady this couple was out traveling and they were in Utah the girl's missing the boyfriend wasn't cooperating and now he ended up disappearing and everything and 
the funny thing is, is that all they, uh, this news outlet was focusing on protesters outside of the guy's home. And the first thing that popped in my mind, why are you there protesting? What are you, why, why are you, how are you just so bored with your life that you're protesting something that has absolutely nothing to do with you? In any way, shape, or form. Do you know them? No, you don't know. And they literally interviewed, do you know these people? No, we just felt like it was our right. Your right to do what? Like, exactly explain to me what was your right to do. Oh, there, was a, there was a psychological study done a long time ago where somebody, uh, a, a grad student, wanted to prove a point of what happens with the human psyche, basically. And he picked up a sign and wrote down just a random message uh, for a protest and started protesting outside. He was protesting outside of like a restaurant <laughs> that had nothing to do with this like what he was protesting. And suddenly there were 20, 30, then 50 people. And it just kept growing and people had no idea what he was protesting for. Oh God. And he stopped, he stopped and came (laughs) back the next, the, the next day when people were showing up and the same amount of people were coming back to protest. And he started interviewing them and it was part of his thesis. He, he, he incited this and, and showed off that basically people are just fucking sheep. People will protest anything because they feel like it makes them important and that they're standing up for something. And it's just, and it, it blew people's mind that this is how people act. But it was his, his thesis was based off of the, uh, the, uh, you know, the lemmings mentality, the, the idea of, you know, if somebody starts, starts doing something, other people will start doing it. Like if somebody, if somebody just, uh, they've done this in coffee shops and stuff like that, where they've screwed with people and somebody, Every time like a sound would go off, they'd stand up in the coffee shop and eventually everyone in the coffee shop literally starts doing the same thing. Like every time there's a ding, they'll stand up. It is unfucking real. Oh yeah. Maybe that's how that, we're going to get the ice cream machine fixed at McDonald's. And only a, few, <laughs> only a few people, but only, but only a few people in the room go, what the, f-? like there's only a few people that actually go, what the fuck is going on that actually question it? The independent people. And, and and that's how it is. That's that is unfortunately how the world is now. And and I, I was talking to you about this and I, I I've had conversations with Miles about this before where we it, it's very it's a very interesting part of, you know, that, you know, people in our age group who are in their 30s to 40s are kind of caught in the middle of all of it. We were raised by the baby boomers and, you know, you had their values, like the old school values. But then also at the same time, you have this new social media, the Internet and everything. We were kind of caught right in the middle of all of it. And it's funny because, like, we can understand it, but, you know, we we see it on both sides of the coin. But if you ask anybody, the generation prior to ours and the one after us, it's their side and their side only. And it's very, it's really weird to me. And it, it's always something that I, I, it's kind of interesting to me because then you see these people who are, you know, before us and they're like, no, it's, it's this way. This is how you do it. And internet's trash and yada, yada, yada. And then you got the millennials and then, ki- you know, my kids generation and everything like that. And they're like, it's all about social media. It's about influencers and, you know, the internet and this and that. And we're kind of caught in the middle of it. And I always thought that was kind of interesting because you kind of see we live through the shift. 
we're living through the shift, basically. And to me, it's just very interesting to see that because now you're seeing it take our hobby and putting it in a perspective of are we doing the right thing? Are we not doing the right thing? And the fact that Hollywood is now basically trying to placate, like you said. Well, Hollywood's been doing this for years. Well, true, but it's it's kind of weird to see it be more noticeable, I guess is the best way to put it. Like it, it, it just seems affecting everything, like no matter what it is, no matter what the movie, what the game, what the music, nothing. It's just all infected. now. Well, they're you know, they're they're every everyone is going out of their way to placate or virtue signal to someone. So the reason why I brought up that whole that, the you know, going into that whole study of like people will just follow these things is if one industry is doing it, then another industry will do it. Yeah. And then another industry. And that's what's happening. I mean, you like just look at, you know, you turn on your Xbox and you see celebrating Hispanic and Latin X month. Never mind the fact that, that the majority of Latinos don't like the term Latin X, don't use the term Latin X and would prefer companies not using it. Never mind that. But we need to make sure that the two, three percent that do feel included so we're going to use that instead of latino why or just say american i i don't understand like it's because everything's got to have a label everything's got to have a a, a, it's a all, title it's, a description it's all virtue signaling yeah. so i'll make sure like oh we're we, look we're placating to you don't hurt us on twitter and when it comes to if it's if they're giving into the twitter you know the twitter verse I call it the Twitterverse because most of the people on Twitter live in their own fucking universe that's separated from reality. So if they're giving into that, then they're willing, they, they will absolutely give into a country that has a shit ton of money that they want. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. No, so I, it, it makes sense. I, I get that's why yeah. that's why I'm I'm curious to see how things go with this and how if this will change things or if we'll just see or or will we just see games that are just getting banned left and right? I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West has already been banned in China. Uh, there, there's tons of games that have that have been banned in China throughout the ages. I'm I'm curious to see what will now be banned after this. Are they going to start banning female uh, leads? Are they going to start like the what was the the one with the. Uh, well, think of think of like a Mass Effect the, from all the these Life is Strange choices. developers. Tell me why. Tell me why. Oh, tell, tell me why. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm almost positive that was already banned in China. But are we going to see things where like, oh, well, that's not going to be allowed. That's not going to be allowed there. So we'll change our game. I mean, thankfully, those, those developers stuck to their to their own beliefs and decided to make the game they wanted to make. Uh, I didn't really care for the game personally, but. That's that was yeah, my own opinion. Them, that was their, yeah. they had their own audience, and that was the if as long as they have fans that loved it, that's all that really mattered in the that, end. And see, and that's so, the, and that's the thing. Like, if you just let people just do what the fuck, I'm not saying like go ballistic, but like just let people be. Just let yeah, yeah within let reason. Let, let people do what they want to fucking do. That end of story. It, it, you you you're you you can't control somebody that has. You, you just can't control them. Like what? You're not proving anything. You're di- all you're going to make yourself look like is a bigger dick. So why do it? Just let them be. You know they're not hurting anybody. Let them be. Yeah. Leave them the fuck alone. Let them have their own life. You only get one of them. You might as well make the most of it. Live it the way you want to live it. Be my guest. I mean, it's like I joke around with the kids all the time. 
Like when you're under my roof, you go by my rules. When you go out, you can pierce your skull and light yourself on fire. I don't give a fuck. It's your life. Pretty sure the last one's arson, but <laughs> to some, maybe. To some, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on to. I was uh, actually going to bring up something oh, else. Go, go ahead. I was, since you, I was since gonna... you brought up Grand Theft Auto. So I was looking in the more research of how like most of the fan base is disappointed in you know the re-release of Grand Theft Auto again. I was looking at the detail, like a lot of the like over half the fan base is just disappointed <laughs> that they're re-releasing it. So you're again. leading into something else. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know where he you're interrupted going me with to this. lead into something else. Yeah. I got it. Okay. I just want to say that's the most pol- <laughs> that is the absolute most political I will get, unless it involves the Mets. It wasn't really, it's not really politics. It's not our own politics really True, in the fair. end. It's mostly we're talking about our own, we're talking about our own culture yeah. and another country's culture and what their, what their own government is doing to interfere in that. I know, but out of everybody in the group, I am like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't get into that much a lot of the time. So I'm just saying, yeah, unless it's baseball, then I'm like, oh yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's fair. Go ahead, Anderson. I uh, agree with you. Remaking Grand Theft Auto for PlayStation 5 is a fucking waste. It's not time. remaking. It's re-releasing. Oh, re-releasing. Just, Sorry, not remaking. Again. Yeah, it's just a port. So I started. I started looking <laughs> first. I started the Young Yeah videos and the Gamer Ranks, and I started to do a little my own research on it just out of curiosity. Holy shit! Is majority of the fan base pissed? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, is Grand Theft Auto's 100, goal? One hundred ninety-three thousand dislikes. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to see if everybody agrees with me. Is Damn. Grand Theft Auto 5's goal <laughs> to overthrow Skyrim for most re-releases? Not until it goes on an Alexa. <laughs> I think it's trying to. I think its goal is to do there. Yeah, if I can't play it on my smart fridge, then it hasn't been re-released enough. But if yeah. it is on my Alexa, could it be the voice of Trevor? It hasn't been. It, it's not on a Nintendo console. It's not released enough. But is that its end goal? Is the to overthrow Skyrim? Is it going for the Skyrim throne? Yeah, I don't. Who knows? I mean, Skyrim's coming. Skyrim came out with another edition, like the what the twenty fifth or the. Oh yeah, that's right. The whatever the anniversary the edition. anniversary edition for yeah. Bethesda. So like, like fucking Christ! Like seriously. I mean, to be fair, Todd Howard did tell to us that he will stop re-releasing it when we stop buying it. So yeah. this kind of is. Our own fault. fault. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I don't know if they're including the numbers for PC because PC we just get the upgrade for free, unlike all the all the console peons, you peasants. So <laughs> go back to tending the fields, you fucking peasants. <laughs> no, like that's that's the the weirdest thing. I mean, fans are furious about the the whole GTA thing. I'm like, you guys should have been you guys should have been furious a long time ago. Yeah, when. When they stopped, when when they basically Focused weren't going to do on online. any single player, and they were just going to do all online, you all you all should have freaked the fuck out and said, "What the fuck is going on?" Right. You had you had told us you were working on DLC, and we assumed you were working on single player because you said it was story based DLC. All of it's been for GTA Online. What the hell's happening? Yeah, you and the same thing's school, happening with cool. Red 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 Dead yeah. Redemption Two, and people are surprised. <laughs> How are you guys not catching on with what's going on? So it's just, it's fucking unreal. And with fans finally kind of queuing in and pointing out the things that are happening with this, with this game, it's listeners. It's literally just a direct port from the PC to the new consoles. That's it. 
It is just a direct port. They're not enhancing anything. It's not extra work. It is the least amount of work possible. You know, talking about laziness, it's the least amount of work possible to put the same game out and continue make money. They make $500 million a year on average from GTA Online. That means that they don't have to do anything else. So yeah. why would they? Uh, fans need to realize that companies will only listen when you affect the dollar. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only time they're going to listen to you. You want to you want to you you want to actually affect change within the gaming industry? Stop buying their games. Stop <laughs> buying the shit Stop online. Stop giving them money. Stop playing the game online and watch how quickly they panic. <laughs> it's kind of like uh what EA did with Battlefront 2 when they realized that oh, you can grind it out for 40 hours for one character or you could just pay us $15 and all of the fans said no fuck you. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> even just it wasn't even just $15. It's like you you could grind it out for I think the total was thousands of hours to unlock everything. Well, it was like it was, or you could it was 40 hours for one character. Yeah. Well, and it but, was but somebody somebody calculated out like it was thousands of hours. Yeah. yeah. It was for, like for everything. all of it. Yeah, yeah, it depended on the character too, like Darth Vader, they yeah. said that to get the hot all the skins, it was like 60 hours. Yeah. Or you could pay and somebody calculated that out like thousands of dollars or over a thousand dollars to unlock everything just by paying more money. And that was it. Like the people fans were like, no, this is, this is unreal. You guys are out of your fucking minds. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand the whole thing with GTA. Just make six already. But if you're not going to make it, then just at least tell us. Yeah. Tell us. Just, yeah. Just tell me. (laughs) We were talking about this the other night. I was like, I just want to know if six is being made. If it's not being made, then just tell yeah. me if it's being made and it's only online, then tell us now. Yep. I would rather know now. So I don't have any expectations and I don't have, I don't, I don't have to look forward to anything. <laughs> I'll move on to something else. Like we can they're all just, they're not going to, they're not going to cut off an avenue of, of possibility for themselves though. No, no, right. but they'll, GTA they'll try and hold that off until the 11th hour. But here's the thing. Even seriously. if, even if GTA, it's still, it would, it, it would still, affect them adversely if gta 6 were only online and it came out and they didn't tell anybody oh yeah right i mean you can so they could easily do it i mean you're not wrong they could easily just so if if they did if they did that they'd still all they'd be doing is telling their their online gamers already that hey we just want you guys playing they'd be telling everybody else fuck off I mean, but it'd be it a, still wouldn't hurt them because they'd still be making five hundred million dollars a year. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that would suck. I mean, I'm looking forward to number six. I I have nothing to look forward to. I don't even know if they're actually working on it. <laughs> right, right. I think they fully embrace the online. Because how it's much like money are you saying? I'm looking it? forward yeah. to Portal Three. Right. <laughs> hey, that's look, look, look. I'm look. looking forward to Half Life to get it. Yeah, I was but, just uh, gonna say, I really can't wait to see how the Half Life trilogy wraps up. Really? Because I was totally expecting Team Fortress Three over here. <laughs> you know what? Fuck all of you, because I'm still looking forward to Starcraft Ghost, and that's gonna come. <laughs> so. Dude, did I tell? I I don't know if I ever sent you this. Did yeah, I tell you they, Loach, offic- they officially said that that, that that game was no longer in development. Yeah. It is StarCraft Ghost, though, because right, the, the real life, well, the modern day social ghost that just you text it, it doesn't respond well, to you. Well, I guess I'm, I, I, <laughs> I guess I am done doing the podcast because I was doing the podcast just for that. And I wanted to read StarCraft Ghost so badly. It's okay, the podcast time. I think, I think you have more faith in Kingdom Hearts 4 than StarCraft Ghost. Why? I didn't finish three. The third one was not. Okay, well. 
Yeah, no. I don't want to talk about it. No, you could say it. The third one is not as good as the second one. It's not even good as the first one. The first one's the best one. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry. The first Kingdom Hearts game is amazing. And the first one... Kingdom Hearts one. 3 felt just like a recycle. It's exactly what it was. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. It was that. <laughs> I think the best part of 3 was probably the pirate yeah, did, section. They didn't even end the story, right? No. No. They left it 4 or 4. Why be you? looking, be looking forward to that in ten years, <laughs> right? I was totally thinking the same thing. I was like, "That's cool. I can't wait to see that." And like, never. <laughs> I'll get it on the uh, the or, PlayStation like, Eight. The whole time, what's really funny is you just keep waiting. Like, we kept waiting for Kingdom Hearts Three to come out, and all I could think of was, "Are they waiting for more Disney intellectual properties to be made? They or so they right can use them, or or they just don't have any ideas?" And and then when you see the game, you're like, "Oh, they didn't have any ideas." Well, <laughs> and, and that was the problem. Like you. When you, uh, I don't want to talk about it. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Although the thing is, is though, is like, I and don't get me wrong. The whole StarCraft Go thing, it's that's our Norm McDonald joke. It just keeps going and going and going, and it'll never go away. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, also, I used to say the same thing about NCAA football that I'm never gonna get that game again. That was like one of my all-time favorite games of, you know, ever. Was that yeah. franchise? It's better than Madden. The reason Madden's still around was just because of fucking NCAA football for years and years, and because of actual laws changing for student athletes, they're bringing NCAA football back. So I'm like all stupid excited. Yeah, but at the same time, I that could that was always a possibility that they were going to try to bring that franchise back. Um, but. You know, never say never, I guess, is the best way to put it. But no, I I, I know I'm never going to see it in StarCraft Ghost. I know that the fourth Kingdom Hearts is going to probably be shit. That's if we ever get it. You know, um, yeah. Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be right there with it. It's going to be one of those urban legends that are, you know, the gaming urban legend. Remember when they were talking about Grand Theft Auto 6 and start people are going to start doing the whole Mandela effect? I say, yeah, it was supposed to yeah. be this, and it never was anything that remote. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of like where Bully 2 is now. Yeah, Bully oh, 2 was man. supposed to come out uh, years ago. Never happened, and never will. Yep. And they're so focused on Red Dead Redemption Online and Grand Theft Auto Online. They, where are you going to find the time to make another game like GTA 5? Because, I, I mean, when it comes to yeah. it, GTA 5 is well, in order for that to happen, they would all have to stop swimming in their giant fucking money bin, like Scrooge McDuck. So, well, the funny thing is, is like GTA Five. That's probably exactly what it is. It's going to be Grand Theft Auto Battle Royale. It could be, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what's going to be. Yeah, but GTA Five. The, the, yeah, like, I guess it really is that way. How many times we played online? Some asshole just hits us with fucking RPGs. Yeah, yeah. that asshole's usually me because I'm bored. And That's I'm fair. Blowing shit. Well, up. I don't blame you. Your only friend is Loach, so it explains a lot. And Loach gives cheats his other friends better than you because he at least gives Miles cookies and a soda. Right. Well, it was easy. It was free. Lazy. <laughs> what part of lazy are you just not catching on with all of this? Well, <laughs> you and I don't the really theme, have a friendship, so I'm the only I mean, one that doesn't see through Grand Theft Auto Port, lazy. <laughs> just, yeah, it works. I mean. <laughs> totally works. No, but honestly, I mean, I would love to... You know, I would love to see Grand Theft Auto 6. I would love to see a story, a good story. I mean, let's be real. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 5 story was fucking amazing. I love that story. That was a that was great. great campaign. Um, I, And I still catch myself wanting to go back and go through that whole story because that was just a great campaign. 
and, and, and just the all the little nuances throughout the entire game, like how basically it felt like a real world. You know, I mean, everything did something. And, you know, that takes years upon years of development. But not this long. Like now. Yeah. We're, it, so what are you doing? What are you creating that's taken it this long? And if you're it's been eight years out of the creating anything, yeah. I think their sole focus <laughs> is just the online. Yeah. And it's been eight years yeah. since Grand Theft Auto five. came out. Yeah. What was it? And what, 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 what <laughs> used to be the time span between the games? Like, I know they're all technically I think it was like five years or something. Yeah. And I know each I game mean, was technically you, a you step up from the next one. Yeah, you could expect a four to five year gap between them. But eight years, that's uh, a whole console generation. And listeners, for those of you who are like, oh, well, they were also working on Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption 2 is developed by a completely develop- different development Yeah, two team. development teams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a reason why there's two Rockstar logos at the beginning of that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and Grand Theft Auto 5 did have a lot of love to it. Like, my favorite part of the game overall was still every time he switched over to Trevor and he just, you know, start as Trevor, what shenanigans you, you pick him up from where he was at. Yeah, you end up like I was stranded on an island with a bunch of dead people around me. And yeah, and you never knew why. Complete. And I yeah. think one of my favorite was, ones is like I was I transferred the Trevor and he's in his underwear laying passed out on top of a rooftop with the sniper rifle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I mean it was it was it was hysterical. That was a funny that was a great mechanic. But I mean that was that's 8 years. And for 8 years we've had nothing but GTA online. Well, and it's a console so, I mean that's a console generation. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so people are sitting there going like why what like what are they doing and my my response is are you surprised they're making 500 million dollars a year and they put out they're able to turn around content for gta online as fast or if not faster than a you know ea creates football games right so why and why would that change why would they stop if they're putting in the the stop giving them money minimal effort possible in order to make the most amount of money Right. Like why why would they change that? It doesn't make like that that doesn't make any financial sense and I'm sure they thought of that. Now, I do I hope that I'm, you know, eventually wrong and GTA 6 comes out? Yeah, sure. But do I expect it to happen someday? Maybe when they've had time, but I've, I I also expect that game had been in development for 8 years. Because well, there was just doing free time. Well, does everybody know GTA 6 already came out. It's called Rustlers. <laughs> called Rustlers. that medieval one yeah oh. <laughs> that medieval uh the one where you can, you can top down yeah you can steal a horse and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't know man i mean i i want a gta 6 i hope we get it but i'm not gonna hold my breath right now on yeah, it. might as well just let the barbie on the ground that way you don't have high expectations yeah and, and the thing is is that i mean i hope the story's good i mean i mean normally they normally their story are pretty spot on like yeah i mean i there's not really one gta game i play i played that i didn't like i, I mean story content or anything like that i mean there it's it's really hard to kind of fuck up that formula granted yeah you know you can and any game can but honestly i mean the first red dead was a great second red dead kind of sucked i didn't care for the story i i, I it's not even the story it I was didn't just care okay for, i just didn't care for the characters i guess that you were playing yeah so Character, that, most of the characters you you fucking despise. Yeah, you just and it takes you until the end of the game for Arthur the Grow. And they drag they drag right. the story the, down yeah. tremendously but because but of it. the Grand Theft Auto Grand Theft Auto Five dude did something that was kind of really impressive. Is that each character that you were uh, the three characters you, you fucking loved them. Yeah. 
Like, no matter what. You like what. Franklin. You like Michael. But the cool thing is, is, like, it, when you looked at the characters, you also looked at it as how you honestly played the game yourself. Because yeah. if you wanted to just go in there and fuck around and just go crazy, you're Trevor. You're playing as Trevor, basically. You know? If you want to race, you were Franklin. If you want to race or kind of hustle, you were Franklin. If you wanted to do missions and achieve shit, you were, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael. Michael. Thank you. Yeah. So like you, it, they they really tapped into something really special with that. I they were those three were a good team, and you were able to switch between the two of them. That was right, a cool exactly. twist on the series. What yeah. I'm kind of wondering is, is that if they're maybe even sitting there going, "Dude, how are we going to top this?" And that's the problem. Like maybe that's what they're running into. Is like, how are we going to top this? How are we going to make something better than GTA Five? Because GTA Five is phenomenal game. Like Would I'll, you say, it's the pinnacle of the series. I, I oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If it wasn't GTA GTA Five, it would have been GTA Four with uh, um, what's his name, Nico. Nico. And I thought that story was great too. You know, yeah. especially the way it ended. And then you got the expansions. Yeah, the expansion, the DLC was it cost money, but they were still good stories. And then they intertwined with Nico's. You know, so yeah. I, I mean, honestly. Making something better than GTA Five, the story campaign. I don't. I don't give a fuck about the online. The online's fun, but the campaign itself, the main game itself, to make something better than that, that's that's daunting. That that's that yeah. cannot be easy because that game was basically perfect. I, I like. I get. It's, I get that it's daunting, but at the same time, it's kind of one of those things of like, well, um, you guys have always been able to one up each other or one up yourselves every single time. And if, honestly, if you can't, tell us. Just tell us you can't. Yeah. You're not going to get and, anything and, better than yeah. five. Cool. If you can't, I'm glad I got the premiere one. <laughs> yeah. Good here. Can you guys go back and make Bully Two? Go focus on a different project. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe I was something different. But the funny thing Bring is, back is, Midnight Club. Oh wow! <laughs> I forgot about Midnight Club. That was a fun. You're more likely gonna get a Midnight I mean, Club you know, remake or whatever. Need for Speed fucking sucks. So that Bring would be Midnight Club. Yeah, Midnight Club was actually <laughs> kind of fun. I forgot it was. That was a good game. Yeah, I miss going on two wheels and weaving in between traffic. <laughs> but yeah no i was i was the same with everybody else like when they showed that commercial i'm like and nobody cares <laughs> thanks <Yeah. laughs> given the t- given the time frame i'd still like to see them do something uh along the lines of la noir again god that was yeah, another great cool. game yeah Take like a different time frame it did a, it did a lot of it had a lot of groundbreaking technology at the time and they've not really done anything with it. Yeah, no. you don't even need a new time frame. Just choose a different state. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do New York instead of L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chicago, New York. New York, Detroit. Detroit. Absolutely. Yeah, you could pick a lot. Or you can of go, you go east coast. You can do New York, Florida. New Orleans. Yeah, you do Miami. Yeah, yeah, Miami. I mean, you could do a lot of different things. And and but that was yeah. and that's a t- real. The funny thing is, is that's a real testament to Rockstar. I mean, they made solid ass games. I mean, their games were damn near flawless with a yeah. lot of their games. Bully, the first Red Dead, you know, Grand Theft Auto series, Midnight Club. Oh, shoot. I love Red Dead. L.A. Uh, Noir. I mean, they nailed it when they made a game. People were like, yeah, they I that was one of the first the few companies when they were making a game. I wasn't worried about what they were making because I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. They were amb- they were going to be ambitious and they were going to show you something that was not really done anywhere else. Yeah, they were. They are basically the elite. 
as far as I'm concerned. They are my opinion. The elite Red Dead set the standard for Wild West games. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, the the you know it's understandable. Fans were fans were right. They're right to be mad. They're right absolutely. to be angry. But stop if, giving them money. That's all they're going to learn. If you guys really, you know, listeners, if you're one of the fans and you were upset about it, if you want it to change, stop playing the game. Stop giving them money. Although now I want to go back and play the campaign. All right, well, listeners, I have a game to review. I played <laughs> I Am Fish. <laughs> uh, is this what is you were joking around game. about last night with I Am Bread? Oh, I Am Bread is a game. Yeah, I Am Bread is pretty fun. Um, Wait, that's a real game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I thought, thought you were fucking around with me. Okay. Oh, no, it's literally a game. <laughs> All right. I, just, I uh, heard you say I Am Fish, and I mainly think of the movie Let's Go to Prison. What? Why? Why? <laughs> uh, no, I, I love how everybody just stopped. Co- now now we need to know, Anderson. <laughs> why? Because in that movie, that's what they call the person that's going to be uh, the little bitch in the relationship throughout the movie. A, a new fish? F- fish, yeah. That's what every prison calls a new person in a prison. That's like, that's like well-known vernacular that's been used in movies for... <laughs> The fact that explains why Lurch keeps calling me fish every time I see him. You know what the funny thing is? Is like I can literally I'm I know I'm not there, but I can literally see Josiah laughing his ass off. Yeah, his hands on his head and just just shaking his head like (laughs) I'm like right Uh, there with him. (laughs) All right, well anyways. (laughs) Uh it, I Am Fish is a spiritual successor to I Am Bread. Uh, it plays about as well as I Am Bread did, which is, you know, fun at first, but quickly turns into infuriating uh, because you can't get things to work the way you want them to or how they should. And the checkpoint system sucks. It's really weird. The like, It's very stylized in the vein of Finding Nemo. And uh, when you see it, your first your first thought will probably be the same thing as me is Disney. Please don't sue us because I'm pretty sure they could. (laughs) Um, But uh, it's very cute. It's got this, you know, these really kind of cutesy designs to them. The fish are in a tank together and they're friends and they get along and you have a puffer fish, a flying fish, a goldfish and a piranha. all of them somehow able to live together in the same tank, fresh water and, and salt water. <laughs> but you know, that that's, that's neither here nor there. Cause that doesn't matter. Cause eventually the piranha swims through blood and that's a weird level. And just watching the trailer. I'm like, yeah, that's the incredulous part. <laughs> that's the incredulous part. Um, it's really, you know, it's, it's cute. And you think that, Oh, it's going to be, have a, like a sweet story to it. And it does. But at the same time, uh, it's so infuriating for the gameplay because mechanics don't work properly. You can't get the jumps to react the same way and from one, you know, one set of water to another set of water. Uh, trying to get the uh, like flying mechanics to work right, the uh, grab mechanics to work right with the, the piranha or as you want them to. Like everything just doesn't come together. There's nothing smooth about the gameplay. There's nothing smooth about the game itself and how it plays. And 
your checkpoints are so oddly placed that they don't feel fair. In some cases, they're way too close to each other. Like you're like, okay, that's it's kind of weird that it's literally from one area to the next on how these checkpoints work. And then another area where you're like, this is how this is where those should be. And they're far too they're they're far too far away. So uh, I managed to play the entire thing, listeners. So this is not somebody who fucking gave up and said, I'm calling it quits because I refused to let that game beat me. <laughs> but I did it I, out of principle. Proud of you. <laughs> I was so I was so furious playing it. Like by the time I was by the time I was on the last level, I was like, I fucking hate this game. I'm deleting the shit when I'm like, done. I, and I immediately deleted it as soon as it was over. As soon as it was done, I deleted it. And there was like this whole like hidden level that if you, like, it looked like at least that there was a hidden level that you can get to if you get uh, all of the collectibles. It was either that or it's, that's just how they sep- you know separated uh, your collectibles uh, ranking. But it, I'm pretty sure it's what, you know, it unlocks something else. I have nothing else that might just unlock additional uh, things in the game, but once you beat the campaign, you were done. Once I beat the campaign, I was like, "All right, I have seventeen pieces of bread out of seventy. I have I, I had like uh, you were powering through those missions. Oh yeah, I had like I had like four stars or not four stars. I had like fifteen stars or whatever out of like the 60 you can get. That's like playing Mario and you're trying to speed run every mission. I'm finished. I don't need to, I don't need to continue to play this as soon as I was, as soon as it was over, I just closed the game down and quit it. In fact, I almost did it when it came up and said finale because your care or your, your final level is actually playing all four of them. And dude, it is infuriating playing with playing with all four of them because imagine uh, Skyrim mechanics when you're swimming, where your NPCs just, Getting in front of you the whole time. Hey, how you doing? Hey, where are you at? Hey, let let's let's talk. Like fucking Christ, get out of my way. I have to jump from one tank to the next. I cannot do that when you have collision mechanics with your other characters. It wouldn't be so bad if you could go through each other, which is how it should work. Developers, that's how that should work. They shouldn't collide into you and fuck you over. There's no reason why they should collide and collide with one another. They don't they don't physically interact with one another in any way. But anyways. So what you're saying is a total buy 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Game Pass <laughs> is worth it just for this game. So now, if it wasn't what, on Game Pass, you wouldn't have touched. There's no way I can rec- there's no way I would recommend anyone buying it. I I, I don't even recommend people buying I am bread and I am bread was was the fucking unique as shit when it came out but that game is infuriating it's more infuri- like when a game is more infuriating than it is fun yeah not a buy what Fargo doesn't understand though is that when you did get all the collectibles and it did open up that extra level it was actually Grand Theft Auto 6 um <laughs> not a buy not a buy <laughs> it's like wouldn't do it for that nope you could tell me that it's that it's the the leaked developer's copy of Starcraft Ghost. Of Starcraft, Starcraft Ghost. Ghost. I still wouldn't do it. I would. Still wouldn't do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I've waited this long. I could do it. I gotta do it. I got it. Loach, it's I am fish, okay? I'm not I am baseball. Oh, uh, well then, yeah, you're right. I can't play it. <laughs> but if they do make a game called I am baseball, I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, no to the developers. He'll do it. Yeah, just 
like I'm I'm done on that. Uh, I just love the pure so, like just disappointment <laughs> just coming out of him. Yeah, uh, I'd rather I'd rather spend all day in in No Man's Sky than play that game ever again. I'd rather only have one hour a day to play a video game and than play that game. Don't get me wrong, No Man's Sky is it's worlds better than where it was at. Absolutely, you can make the mm-hmm. best dick sculptures ever in that game <laughs> with uh, with rock formations. Uh it does get boring. It's it's still just a that No Man's Sky is still just a Taskmaster. Like that's still just a you know, hey, do this now, do this now, do this. That's yeah. all it feels like. As soon as you realize that the dick sculptures you're making can't be found by your friends, it loses all purpose. Yeah, don't get me wrong. All games are really like that. All games are really taskmasters of like, you yeah. know, go do this, go do that. How long but can you tolerate the repetitiveness? Fix this computer. No Man's Sky still kind of takes that to the extreme of like, all right, well, now you have to rebuild this. Now you have to do this. Now you have to set up a base. Like, it's it's fun in short spurts for me, but I can't do long, like long, long plays. So like I can play it for like an afternoon and I can't play it again for like several days. Right. I found so uh, kind of like playing Destiny. You play it in a short spurt and then you come, then you leave it for like a year or two and then you come back to it. Listeners, my point is is that No Man's Sky still has you do things like go and find all the minerals and all this crap around you in order to build the things that you need in the game. And while I get that that's part of the crafting system, it's so much shit and so often that you have to do it that it just gets to be monotonous in in the sense of I'm not entertained by what I'm doing. Why the fuck am I still playing this? I can go do something else. Like Miles brought up the fact that, you know, fix this computer. I enjoy playing PC or PC building simulator. Why? I can build PCs in real life. I can't afford to do that in real life all the time. So this is a nice outlet for me to do something that I actually enjoy to do in real life. Last I checked, uh, Miles wasn't a geologist and isn't actually going outside and wanting to, you know, look at rocks. That's Shayna, which explains why he plays it with her, but it doesn't explain why he plays it by himself all the time. Uh, The only thing that, you know, really explains any of that is the fact that Miles loves to explore. So he likes to go from planet to planet and he looks around, right? So that's something he enjoys doing. He can't do that in real life because, you know, Elon Musk isn't going to hire him. And two, we can't get beyond our solar system. So it doesn't fucking matter. So this kind of fills that need. We all have our own types of games of why we constantly go back and play them. Josiah plays the shit out of Civ games. Uh, Games that are exceedingly addictive, in my opinion, and I could play them for hours as well. But I tend to get lost in them. So I don't play them as often because I know how fast time flies for me in them. But you know, how else can he experience the life of being a dictator or being a ruler of a nation and really guiding an entire nation to its ultimate goal of, you know, whatever prosperity he's looking for, whether it be in nuclear peace, trade, whatever you can't get that in other places, but he can do that in this game. And while that might be boring for a lot of other people, he loves it, right? Loach loves playing baseball. He plays baseball all the fucking time. It's it fills a need of he would love to go out and play baseball, but he doesn't. Uh, you know, one we're not young men anymore, so doing that would sound kind of crazy. I'm going to go out and play some baseball. And two, it gives him the feeling of like this is what it's like to play in the major league. So he plays those kind of games. Anderson, I got nothing for you. <laughs> 
No, Anderson loves playing fighters. He loves playing, you know, games that allow him to use combos. I mean, he he's kind of the combo king amongst all of us because he really does uh, play things like challenges and things like that in games where it's where there's combat and he can kind of push himself to the limits. And that's something he enjoys doing. It's a repetitive task for the rest of us. We wouldn't find that enjoyable. Does that make sense to everybody listening? Hopefully it does. Hopefully this gives you a little more insight into what I'm trying to talk about and what I'm trying to uh, really explain when it comes to No Man's Sky. Speaking of Destiny, the uh, I've been playing the newest uh, season listeners. I came back and decided to jump into it because the next DLC actually looks fun. And I thought, all right, well, I'd like to know some of the story that's leading up to it. And some of the story is actually kind of cool. Yeah, it's actually really um, it's actually pretty decent. It's actually really cool. Yeah, the uh, the new era. You know, the new old areas, I should say, uh, the old assets being reused for new content is pretty good. It's well made. Um, the uh, layouts for some of the levels are actually a lot of fun to explore and go through and find collectibles. Uh, the downside to this season is that they still it still suffers from a very similar problem uh, that every season of Destiny has of we're going to just give you busy work and not story to progress the game. And it does that kind of in a, in a more asinine level. I like, I get why they did it, but at the same time, it kind of, it's really hard to justify when so many people in destiny don't know all the mechanics like challenges. You have the seasonal challenges and those always come up and those always felt like things that, Oh, if you got them done, great. If you want to focus on them, awesome. Uh, Steve liked to do them because they used to be attached to when you got them all done. You could qualify for buying a t-shirt, which is still fucking ridiculous to me. You should just be able to buy a fucking t-shirt if you're having to put in the extra time and money. That's kind of ridiculous to me, but that's just me. Uh, it's something that Steve liked to do, and it kept him entertained because he was playing the game anyways. He was enjoying himself, right? So... The seasonal pass, or the seasonal passes, still have those seasonal challenges. But the downside is, is that the challenges in in this case are some of them are attached to the main mechanic for this season, which is the wayfinder. And some of the challenges, that's how you upgrade the wayfinder quicker. How you get certain things unlocked, certain uh, functions of it unlocked, like for when you're in the uh, uh, what they call the. Uh, uh, not the uh, is it the ascendant plane or the shattered uh, the shattered the, realm the shattered realm um so when you're in the uh, shattered realm there are certain things like you you find these boons that you uh use in order to unlock the ability to enter certain areas and secret areas to get access to chests and get access to unlockable you know or uh, not unlockables but collectible stuff that's really cool but the problem is is that in order to unlock those quicker and get access to those quicker, you have to make sure that you're doing the weekly challenges that are attached to those. And they're specific ones. They're, there's usually two, three, and I think recently they've gone up to four challenges that specifically or specifically uh, deal with the Wayfinder. And those give you extra ranking with the Wayfinder to unlock things faster. And while it's nice that that ability is there at the same time. It just felt like extra busy work of instead of giving me a quest to go do to unlock this stuff, you're just giving me busy work to unlock this stuff. Right. Like go and unlock, you know, 12 chests go and turn in and uh, refine four umbral uh, engrams, 
and you're sitting there going, okay, well, in my case, when the umbral engrams one was up, I had a hard time even getting umbral engrams to drop anywhere. <laughs> I had played, I had played an entire afternoon with Steve and Loach joined us and I hadn't had one drop for an umbral engram. Steve had four. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is going on? Like, why am I just not getting it? Just luck of the draw. Just bad luck. Wasn't getting any. Loach logged in and got 12. You know? I got two. <laughs> and a battle chest. <laughs> and a battle Dude, chest. Dude, you guys are never uh, going to let I'm not even in this You game. guys are never going to let that shit go. It was the funniest shit. Like, that that was the the favoritism that, that came to you is from Battlefield. What in the white privilege is going on? <laughs> <laughs> how the hell are we playing a world war ii game and there's still italian privilege yeah um well the italians <laughs> wow. were involved yeah so anderson just goes dead quiet just he's got this this shitty grin on his look or on his on his face uh <laughs> i have to think the loach and i's relationship was more like goku and vegeta <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to explain to everybody who doesn't know. Yeah. So, everybody's friends with Loach on the podcast except me. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is news to us. I, this sure news Loach is- just went, oh, wow, I just lost a friend and I didn't even have to do anything for it. It was like the ultimate form of laziness. Exactly. I was now, like, man, my laziness has gone a whole nother direction <laughs> like it has achieved another level I'm now repelling people <laughs> <laughs> wow that's awesome it's like it's like i finally gained that perk you know i wasn't even, and i wasn't and you know what i wasn't even playing and it worked so you're right it is the whole battle chest trying for it yeah exactly yeah. that was fucking awesome you're like a main character in an anime. <laughs> I just keep hell? getting these cool things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. I just, just got to remember so, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so listeners, that, that that's just the downside to this season. Overall, I think the season's fun. I'm having a good time with it. When I jump in and actually do the weekly uh, yeah, jump quest on. line for it. It's actually fun. The exotic quest that's going on right now, which uh, you can actually catch up on, um, is is fun. It requires the the downside is like for that quest is if you weren't playing weekly to weekly for the story uh, missions, then doing the extra task of collecting the shit for it just feels like you're just going on a collector's like a a go here collect this go here collect that that kind of shit. Very uh, Pavlovian. <sighs> <laughs> well, me and Miles were just talking about this before the but cast. Yeah. If you were, you know, if you were playing, if you were playing the mission, if you were playing the the weekly mission week to week, the storyline stuff that was going on, uh, then it just was part of it. You're just, you were making progress while you were doing other stuff, so it felt like it. It all kind of felt like you were just having fun right. at that point. So I can understand the not like Miles with what we were talking about, like why you'd be kind of hesitant to come back in just for the exotic, right? Yeah. Because if you were coming in just for the exotic, then you're basically being sent on a fetch quest. Yep. Three fuck there four fucking times just to go James Woods with Reese's pieces. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Which is which is why I wrote back. Which is why I wrote back to you. Like when you when you said that, I was like, okay, I'm having fun, but at the same time, I'm having fun because I'd been doing it week to week. Right. So it was all kind of wrapped up in okay, 
while you're doing this, do this. Okay, well, it's all kind of going together, so I'll just do it while I'm doing this. Yeah, the, no big deal. Yeah, you're kind of they had the veil of the story to block the whole fact that you're basically on a fetch quest. Oh yeah, it's a, and that's really all almost all games. Right. No, absolutely. <laughs> In reality, yeah. but yeah. but it's different it's different when you're when you're getting to have the story at the same time. Right. And when you're not getting that story at the same time or you're not participating in that and you're just coming in to get the exotic. Yeah. Well, you're just coming in to get the exotic and you're wondering why didn't anybody do this? Yeah, you're you're totally correct. <laughs> why, why would why would anybody participate in this? This is stupid. Yeah, you're going from that story to a grinding. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Uh which uh, from what I've heard, there are a lot of people who are disappointed in the, uh, the trace rifle of evidently. Uh, yeah, I heard it I wasn't really it, worth it. Well, I, I guess supposedly, and I'd have to confirm this, but supposedly when people had got it at first, it was actually really, really good. And so they uh, nerfed it, I guess Bungie nerfed it like the next day. <laughs> As Bungie does, As Bungie if does. you're having fun, it needs to stop. <laughs> if you're having fun, your fun needs to end. Uh, that's the way it is with every exotic they've ever put out. It's And it's frustrating for players. Players get tired of that shit. Uh, I don't understand why, if players get tired of that shit, why there isn't an open protest of just, I'm not going to play your game. Like, listeners, seriously, if that's the case, and you can get the entire community to back that up, that that's a, that sends a big fucking message to those developers if we all stop playing the game for a day in protest of them nerfing shit or changing shit that we don't want changed. That's it. That's all it takes. You just everybody go, yeah, the line must be drawn here no farther. Fucking, you know, <laughs> Picard up, Picard the fuck up Picard and up. just say this is it. Should <laughs> be the new thing. Picard up, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. I'm mad at myself for getting that reference. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. Fantastic. Shut up, Wesley. I fucking love that moment. <laughs> I mean, so do I, but it, I, I had that moment where I was like, that's a reference that's only going to make sense to a handful of people. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make sense to anyone who is a proper uh, Star Trek fan. There's what, like and 20 Star Trek fans? Yeah. There's, that's that's the only reason why this place is popular, <laughs> or that thing is popular, right? There's only like 20 of us. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm not even really a fan. I just enjoy him. We all know he's the greatest <laughs> captain that's ever lived. But uh, yeah, it's just if if it's that bad, then stop playing the game for a day. <laughs> see what up. happens like with the community. Yeah, I almost want to see what happens if the entire see what would happen <laughs> with Bungie if everybody stopped playing for just a day or two and see what they do. That develop yeah, that development team would panic. Yeah, listeners, I'd do it for up to three years. <laughs> we've, all, we've all done it listeners yeah. we we took a break from we took a break from the last season we took a break from you know we practically didn't play the season before that i didn't actually yeah so uh you know we we missed uh over a well over a season and a half yeah of content easily almost didn't come, i almost didn't come back for this one the only reason i did was because somebody said that, that savathun was you know, spoilers, but Savathun's Osiris. And I went, what? <laughs> yeah, that's... It, it, Fucking what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out Osiris hasn't been Osiris the entire time. Yeah, Savathun. Huh. It's actually... it. The story's actually really good. <laughs> All right. The funny thing is, uh, like, I was kind of the same... Like, I was in the same boat with Vargo. I was like, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to... 
jump back in. I mean, maybe if the guys all got together one night, because my my son's playing it. Donovan's been playing the hell out of it, and he kept on he kept on telling me he's like, dude, it's actually getting a lot better. I was like, whatever, you know, shut up. You're a teenager. What do you know? Um, and uh, Fargo jumped in on it. And he was like, you actually might want to try this. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And then I saw the story premises like and then I saw the. Uh, you know, you add you add that into the to the Vex event that they still yeah. had, like they still yeah. have the ability for you to go f- go through last season's story. Yep. Um, and with the Vex. And that's actually fun. Like that event is actually fun. I don't know what my, I don't know what the hell my dad was talking about. Yeah. And their showcase honest, and their I showcase great. and their showcase kind of went into details about everything and. I was like, this is actually looking pretty legit. So I jumped back in and yeah, when they said that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I had a, yeah. I had I mean, a text Donovan and then I had a text Steve and I was like, you guys got to explain to me what the hell is going on in destiny. And, and they <laughs> told me and I was like, that's actually a really cool twist. That's actually very interesting. And I'm actually kind of intrigued. and yeah, want to see so, how it plays out. Now. Uh, the, you know, they fixed the trend, you know, thankfully they fixed the transmogrification from last season. Uh, yeah, it only took, it only took every fan and every fan in protest of not doing it. They <laughs> every carted up for them to, for them to finally go, Oh yeah, we're, we're going to fix this. Uh, so it used to, you, you used to have to get like, uh, two different, two different currencies in order to get to the point where you could actually transmog a piece of gear and create, uh, just a skin for for uh your your outfit so you could have matching outfits and shit uh you know things that you wouldn't look like a fucking dumpster fire every time you you know jumped into the game and got upgrades um so they changed it to oh yeah you just do a bounty and now when you're done with that bounty it gives you the direct currency that is used immediately to turn one piece of gear that you've had in all of your collection of stuff that you've collect that you've gotten you can create that into an ornament. Great. That's exactly how it should have been to begin with. Why did you go through this convoluted nonsense in the first place? Oh yeah, because Bungie doesn't want you to have fun. Glad they fixed that. Glad when I came in that I didn't have to deal with that nonsense and I was able to enjoy what they have now. Going into this new stuff, like I said, when I found out Osiris is Sabathun and I went, what the fuck just happened? Ever since Osiris, after you met him, uh, that's been Osiris. And then you, when he left, it was the moment that he left and they had that, that period where there were no trials of Osiris for a while. And then St. 14 came in after they had that storyline. And then uh, St. F- or Osiris was missing. Right. So Osiris was missing for a while. And then he comes, he comes back. Evidently when he came back, that was no longer Osiris at that point. That was all Savathun and has been Savathun since. She has just been showing or basically possessing his body and manipulating everything to and manipulating where everyone around. Yeah. Yeah. And manipulating everyone around events to try and get to a result that she's looking for. Basically, she uh, was the Joker from the Dark Knight and was just in behind the scenes setting everything up the way he wanted it. Basically, yeah. Kind of. Hmm. She's hush. She's yeah. Hush from Batman. Yeah. She's hush from Batman. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's what's, that's, what's been going on. That's where we're at. And when she finally revealed herself because, uh, uh, Mara, uh, the queen basically outed her, 
Yeah, uh, made a deal. Osiris. Yeah, Osiris. You know, basically says, you know, I'm not who. You, essentially, I'm not who you who you think I am, and turns into this giant fucking crystal uh, that is now what you use to communicate with Savathun. Um, I'm so fucking lost. <laughs> the it's, it's fucking it's fucking weird but it's actually a cool story yeah the story is actually so, really really cool i'm really so now you have this this uneasy alliance with someone who you've been told time and time again is the witch queen and is oryx's equal and you're essentially have this uneasy alliance because her sister is going after her right and if her sister wins, evidently it's even worse for everybody else. Well, yeah, and so, and they also keep hinting that what is it? Because even in the showcase, but in the storyline, she keeps hinting that there's you, you don't realize who you're actually going to end up fighting. Like you're you're yeah, gonna, we don't, you're we don't gonna know end if up, it's going to be Savathun or if it's going to be her sister. Or it, but it, it's even that changes too. Is that they're they're saying with the end of Destiny, the storyline. Which is I, I the light storyline is what they're calling it, the light saga. Yeah. Um they're saying at the end of the light saga, you're not gonna realize who the real enemy is and you're gonna be fighting them and you're not gonna real you're not gonna believe who you're actually gonna end up going against. And I was like Traveler. That's <laughs> I hope it's Savala, because he's an asshole. You know what the funny thing is? I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like the real enemy instantly where my mind went. <laughs> right, exactly. That's where I went. I was like, instantly the bad guy is the traveler. So Gotcha. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, we should. Listeners, thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Please go on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. This is Vargo. Miles. Anderson. This is Loach. Keep on geeking on. And we're out. I have a, I have a skit going through my head of like NPC uh, D&D kind of thing going on in, in uh, Destiny 2. Yeah. Yeah. The, the chosen one's been away for three years you come back where have you been why did you leave us I got tired of doing your fucking errands <laughs> Zavala just puts his hand on your shoulder and he goes but why not Gambit <laughs> <laughs>